Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Podcast Today for April 25th, 2016. I'm joined today by the second half of We Don't Know Wrestling. I was joined by Sam last week. This week, we're joined by Tanner to talk about the Final Fantasy 15 Platinum Demo. Hello, Tanner. Uh, what's up? I thought you had the year wrong. You said 2016, and for some reason, I was expecting to hear April 25th, 2015. I was real confused. You, ha- you haven't adjusted to the year change yet, have you? Not yet. Uh, I had a... Something I had to turn in for a class a couple of weeks ago, and I wrote 2014 on it. So <laughs> you're just stuck in the so, past. I'm a bit behind uh, with the times. Eventually, you'll roll into 2015, and everything will be fine. Yeah, I'll I'll roll into 2015. It will be like December, and then by the time I get to 2016, we're looking at 2018. So I mean, we'll get there. So we're we're talking about Final Fantasy 15 and their platinum demo. It's 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 a kind of 30 to 40 minute kind of. It's not actually a demo because it, it's not from the game itself. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like Ground Zero yeah, for a, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. It's its own little standalone story, little thing, just to get used to what the game will play like and look like. Well, I guess we'll just dive right into it. I thought it was pretty good, pretty good. Not nothing blow away because again, it was I I beat the whole thing in twenty nine minutes, as the in game timer said. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it did a great job of explaining the mechanics, kind of let you kind of let you discover some stuff on your own, but not enough where it, I mean, it, it was very handholdy, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's like here has a, here's a hammer. You can hammer people with it. Yeah. And it squeaks every time you swing it. <laughs> it does. Yes, it does. And it's great. <laughs> uh, the, I don't get the, the things you stand on that randomly change things. Is that going to be a mechanic in the game? I don't like. I don't feel like it will be. I don't th- feel like it will be. But like, is the dr- is the whole dream world experience? Is that going to kind of be a a thing? Yeah, and you can turn yourself into a car. Yeah, like turn into a toy car. I turned into a a, a huge deer thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, a huge like furry dinosaur, and then like an alligator thing. I tra- I turned from like fifty different things, or not 50, like four different things. Yeah, Far Cry from fifty. Yeah, well, you know, it's close enough. I'm an American, you know. We have our own system that's not the metric system, so four is really close to 50. Yeah, numbers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, numbers really don't matter after three. One, two, and three are the most important numbers, so. Why Why not? What do you mean, uh, why? Well, they're the most important, because you never say, okay, when I count to four, we're going to start. No, it's always three, two, one, or one, two, three, go, or three, two, one, go. <laughs> you, should te- you should be a maths teacher. It's just like. It's, it's never like one, two, three, four, five, six, go. Always was one, two, three. Though from a Final Fantasy perspective, you'd really want to get past three. Well, I mean, barely though. I mean, you don't have to play four, five, and the six, seven, eight are pretty good. Four is <laughs> eight. Uh, well, four. Nah, nah. Not a big four fan. Uh, from what I played of it, which was I put like thirty hours in the four. I think I I can have an opinion on it. It was okay. I'm I'm I have the boring Final Fantasy opinion. I think seven and eight are clearly the best. I'd side with six or ten. Uh, ten. Ten is a nostalgia favorite just because I, that was when I really started to get into gaming. And uh, cause I, play, I actually played ten before I played seven and eight. Uh, and ten was... I love ten. Because so. ten is a weird game. There, there's lots of things that are wrong with ten. Yeah. If you like really think about it. Oh, yeah. But from a nostalgic point of view, great game. Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. nine as well. I never, I never played nine. 
because nine is basically like a history of final fantasy in one game it's kind of a really neat throwback before they move into the ps2 era of voice acting and no more world maps and that kind of stuff Hmm. interesting what did you think of the platinum demo i thought it was weirdly platformy it yeah it was especially when you were in the room which felt like something out of like alice in wonderland yeah, it, it, even the music was uh, that the music in the demo was fantastic. It was. It's very and it's it's done by the same person who did Kingdom Hearts, so it's understandable. Yeah. But it sounds very Kingdom Heartsy. Yeah. Uh. It's, it's again, especially the room scene or the room section. Yeah, it's uh, kind of like a, a giant dining room where you're tiny and you're running through the place. Yeah, you're tiny for no really explainable reason other than Dream World. But yeah, it's. It's uh the music is fantastic. I I mean I'm sure the music's going to be great in the game because I mean it's Final Fantasy. It's always great music. And again, same person that did Kingdom Hearts. I mean you just that's great music all around. So I'm excited. The only oh, well I guess we'll get into it. the only problem with the demo I had is the camera. I I that, didn't have too much problem with the camera. It occasionally the, like stuck itself in a wall, which isn't ideal. But yeah, and. It, I mean, again, it's a it was a free demo. Like you didn't have to buy Final Fantasy Type Zero to play it or anything. I bought Type Zero like a week ago, and I haven't played I haven't played the other demo. Have you played the other demo? No, I haven't. I should. Pro- yeah, I mean, I because the other demo's more fledged out. I believe it's like a two or three hour thing. I mean, again, this was like thirty minutes. And like the other demo feels like more true to the final experience rather than this one which is kind of mechanics teaching more than anything else yeah this is like hey warm up we're releasing this in april games coming out in september uh and it's like the first final fantasy game in 45 years so you need to learn some mechanics and they teach them to you which is great strangely platformy and i thought the combat was a little clunky as well yeah the the plat the the enemies kind of the the enemy ai was weird just because i felt like at points they were like actively running away from you yeah when they should have i mean i was a little kid with a toy hammer and there was like five of them <laughs> and i didn't understand why they were i mean i guess they didn't want to make the the demo overly difficult which is understandable but i mean don't make your enemy ai just completely oblivious to the fact that they can't hurt you Especially uh, when you look at the enemy AI compared to the final boss, that final boss was uh, not the easiest thing in the world. Oh yeah, he'll mess you up, and he he comes after you as well. And like the other enemies, you kind of run away. He's like, yeah, I mean, like he uh, in the Citadel, he like climbed up the steps to get me and like tried to uh, get me with like that void thing. It was a whole ordeal. He tries to suck you in with his his magic powers. Yeah, with whatever it was. And then you can fight him again, and he's level 15. So, it does. that's great. It looks very pretty. Yeah, the game looks very good. I mean, it looks like what you would expect a next-gen Final Fantasy to look like, if that makes any sense. Especially in, like, the kind of sunlight scenes, where it's like, yeah, oh, it's all pretty and colorful. Oh, yeah. I, there was that one scene in the first area you're in, at the very end, where they do, like, that painting shot of, like, the random magic dragon flying out of the sky you're like okay they're just showing off how pretty the game is clearly it's clearly leviathan tanner learn your final fantasy okay well let's calm down (laughs) but yeah you can tell that's just like a look how pretty our game is yeah and uh i i did enjoy uh going back to the room i did enjoy how everything was like i like i can move the balls around or like the blocks that were stacked up to make 
like halls or arcs, I can knock can those over. Knock them over like a, a small giant man. Yeah, like a like a two inch man. Like, I mean that. I, like I enjoy stuff like that just because I'm like oh like I could do this in real life. Why can't I do this in this game? Like I'm glad that's a thing. Like I always enjoy that in games that have like the more I can interact with your environment in a game, the more I will enjoy your game. It feels more like kind of a dynamic experience rather than this static thing that's set in stone and you just wander through it. Yeah, which is which is kind of what I want in my gaming now. Is like I don't want to play the same game the same way as somebody else. Like I want I want to play it my way. Like if I want to play Final Fantasy knocking over blocks, so be it. Did you name your carbuncle? Yeah, I named uh it, him, her, Squirtle. <laughs> the Pokemon. It looks nothing like a Squirtle. Well, you know, I, I wanted to name it Last Guardian, which is what I should have named it. They but, should uh, actually steal this as a trailer, shouldn't they? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, I I saw it. Uh oh, I when I first, I didn't even watch the Uncovered event. Like I just saw it on Twitter, and then I saw somebody post a picture of the Platinum demo screen. I'm like. This person got like a there's a Last Guardian demo right now. I'm like, why why is nobody talking about this? And then I see final like FFXV platinum demo. I'm like, oh shit. And I'm like, yeah. So because like the only game that's going to come out later than the Last Guardian is Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, I mean, if there's two games I may not play in my lifetime, assuming I live to the <laughs> to the male average, it's going to be Kingdom Hearts three and Last Guardian. I understand understandably as kingdom hearts is my favorite series of all time i kingdom hearts 3 is like 40 years away maybe well, literally kingdom hearts 2 was in 2005 wasn't it yeah it's that's been 11 a long time ago since kingdom hearts 2 been like 17 sequels and spin-offs since then yeah there's been spin-offs i'm i've like i've read the stuff but like i didn't have a psp so i couldn't play uh dream drop distance stuff. and i played 3ds dream uh, I played Dream Drop Distance. Which was... Uh, Birth by Sleep was PSP. Yeah. Birth by Sleep in uh, 358 over 2, or however you say it, days. Stupid name. Yeah. Stu- I, I never know how to say it. See, the math nerd in me, I was like, why don't you reduce it? I'm like, <laughs> 358 over 2, that's just, you know... It's a little division problem is. in the name of Like 178, or not 178, but whatever it is. Uh, yeah, 179. But yeah. Let's see, Americans and Numbers again. Yeah, see? It wraps back around. See, this is how Americans teach numbers. They're like, all you need to know is 1, 2, 3, and 100. <laughs> Why 100 now? Well, 100's an important number. Okay. I mean, a lot of li- if you want to have a credible list with some bulk, you do a, a top 100. But you could do a top 10. You can do a top 10, but a top 10 is like, wow, they didn't put much thought into this. <laughs> a top 100, top 100. That's that requires where some part. serious effort. Yeah, top 100 is a serious effort. So, what do you think? That, of granted, like... if you're talking video games, top yeah. 100 would be very hard. What would be your favorite game of all time? Favorite game of all time? Ooh, uh, that's a toughie. It is. I, my, I want to say Star Wars Battlefront 2 would be up there. Right. Uh, oh, easy, easy answer. Animal Crossing Wild World. Ooh, Wild World over New Leaf. Yeah. I've never actually played Wild World. Wild World was my jam for about two years two years <laughs> yeah like I, I played wild world at least every other day for about two years you must have made tom nook a millionaire i, I paid off my 
the house debt. I mean, Tom, Tom Nook was loving me. You know, I paid it all off. I, I had everything. Well, not everything, but, you know. And, uh, like, I had friends that were playing Wild World, and I was con- constantly going to their towns, getting those fruits. Because, you know, fruits from other towns uh, will sell for 500 bells, as opposed to your local fruit that only sells for 100 that's that's so. economics at play there because fruits in your the fruits from abroad are scarcer and thus more valuable. Yeah, but then eventually, once you go to your friend's town enough and you just fill up your inventory with all their fruit, you're really causing uh, economic downturn or whatever the term is, uh, because you just have all the like they're still buying for the high prices, but it's like a local commodity at that point. So. Yeah, in theory, price should go down because you've oversupplied. Yeah, it's like the the onions, not the onions, the turnips, not the onions. The stock market. Yeah, I mean, Animal Crossing is one of those games, and I'm so disappointed in uh, City Folk. Like, I, what is it? What is it called over there? Let's go to the city. Let's go to the city. That's a stupid name. It's very it long. Si- yeah, it was overly long, but City Folk's not much better. I hate. I mean, I didn't hate it, but it was just like. It had so much potential. And then you had New Leaf, which was, again, a great game. Probably my, I want to say my favorite game on the 3DS. Ooh, Fire Emblem Awakening, though. I haven't played all of Fire Emblem Awakening. I have a, maybe eight hours in Fire Emblem, and I haven't played it in about a year. Ooh, and the new one's out now. Yeah, now you got uh, Birthright and Conquest and Awakening, or not Awakening, whatever it is. Um, Birthright, Conquest, and... Revelations. Revelations, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I haven't played those. 3DS has yeah. some good games though. There, there's a lot of good games, and then you got E3 coming up. This this devolved from a Final Fantasy podcast real quick. It did. It turned into <laughs> Animal Crossing and 3DS things. Yeah, but I mean, you got E3 coming up, and you got so many exciting things for uh for E3. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good year. And the new Pokemon. Yeah, but I already got Pokemon Moon pre-ordered. I got it locked down. At least that'll come out this year. Hopefully. I don't know. I feel like the the way they're doing it this year is kind of different than usual. Because, you know, usually, like, you know, when uh, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby were announced, they're like, hey, these games are coming out. This They, like, announced a release date, like, out of the gate or very soon after. And it was like, hey, and here's some gameplay. And you're like, awesome. And then I feel like Sun and Moon was revealed, you know, not a while ago, but a bit ago. It's two months we- at this stage, isn't it? A month? Yeah, maybe a month. A month sounds right. And then now in Koro Koro, there was a teaser for the tease that's probably just going to show the the box art. And then we probably won't get gameplay till E3. It makes sense. I don't know. Quick turnaround. It makes sense to sit on a Pokemon reveal for E3, though, doesn't it? I mean, what? At that stage, why don't you just save it for E3? Yeah. If, if you're not going to do anything but show the box art before E3. Just save it for E3, and it just, and you're like, hey, and guess what? This comes out in October or November, whenever they release it. End of September, like, I would have said. September? It's usually end of September, isn't it? That's usually uh, the release window for Pokemon games. Omega, well, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire came out November 18th, 2014, I believe. Here it did. Well, it was a worldwide release. It was 18th or the 21st, because it came out the same day as freaking Smash Brothers. They really timed that one well, didn't they? Yeah, and uh, I, be- I believe X and Y came out... October 12th. Okay, so yeah, it's usually in that September to November range. And, except for Emerald. Emerald's the weird outlier that came out in, like, May or April. One of those. I remember I got em- Pokemon Emerald after I graduated, quote-unquote, from uh, fifth grade. 
Yeah, because Black and White was released in September. Black and White 2 was released in October. So it's yeah, it's between September and November. Yeah, it's always in that like fall, folly time. So, which is honestly when I like playing Pokemon the most. I don't know why. It's like, it's like, yeah, some people like, oh, I curl up with a good book and read. I'm like, nope, just give me my 3DS or I'll even use my SP to play like Crystal still. Go to town. I just, uh, Pokemon's great. I feel like Pokemon's kind of a cheap answer to say for favorite game because there's just so many that I love. So I went with Animal Crossing, but Pokemon's definitely up there. So we were talking about Final Fantasy at one stage. Yeah, at one point we were. Um, Other thoughts. It does feel very much like a Kingdom Hearts game. Definitely feels like Kingdom Hearts. Just uh, the combat, especially. uh, If it, like... If you look, if you play Final Fantasy 15, I imagine that it's like the exact same way Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to play. Yeah. Like to a T. Like they're like, okay, we this game can't get delayed that long. We need to finish that, you know, soon. So let's just use this, transfer it over. But yeah, it it was kind of weird how the demo was like, uh, like you communicated via like that phone thing. Yeah. And they used like emojis and stuff. Like there was like a multiple chocobo uh emojis and like some umbrella emojis it was just really random i'm like okay that's one way to go about it trying to be super cool and trendy yeah trying to be trendy which (laughs) which i guess this this game is a little more modern like actual technology focused kind of again there's the phone and like a the car is like a big part of it and then the car can fly that we saw in the trailer it's a flying car so it does. It feels kind of Final Fantasy eight-ish in kind of world presentation. Uh, yeah. Because like eight yeah, cars and phones and all that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, it, I don't know. It just like if I showed somebody the trailer for Final Fantasy fifteen and with them not knowing it was Final Fantasy fifteen, I don't think they would guess it's Final Fantasy fifteen. No, it doesn't. Kind of ring the Final Fantasy bells. There's no crystals, and well, there is crystals, isn't there? But well, I, there was whatever these were in the the dream world or yeah. whatever they were. They were like yellow. So I get like gems. I, I, I felt like, was there any purpose to the gems other to show you where you're to, where to go? Well, they unlocked some of the panel things and you got some special items. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I, I got, I even got the platinum plates. How many, how many gems did you get on your first run through? I think about 270. 270. What? I got to, I played it earlier just before the podcast and I think I got about 350. And you got 270 on your first run through? I think so, yeah. Dude, I thought I had like every single one of them. I had 175. I was like, okay, I probably missed two. There's probably 100, or I had 173. I was like, okay, I missed two. There's probably 175. You missed half of them. <laughs> Good God, where? Because like that, the, the big dining room had a lot of hidden areas in the corners. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was trying to just to, to run, well, not run through it, but to, to get through it. And I don't know, I feel like I checked my corners weird because like did you get the meteorite spell no i had fireworks or because you can get a spell where it drops a bunch of ping pong balls and kills every enemy on the screen oh good god it's wacky i had i got the thunderbolt and i had like the the crystal rain yeah the the rainstorm spell that's all i got so you missed out on the wacky pinball drop oh man i'm gonna have to go back and play it yeah see they hit they hide little extra things in there for you wow well that's that's a who. I guess they wanted at least some replayability in it. Yeah. So. It's weird because I don't think those kind of collectible crystals will be in the final game either. 
Yeah, I don't. I yeah, I'm pretty sure Final Fantasy 15 is not going to be like a collectathon. I just I can't buy that. So again, that feels like a weird thing to put into a, a demo for people. Yeah, which I, I mean, again, like you said earlier, it's kind of not a demo because kind of it's not in the main game. Maybe it's just maybe those gyms were literally just there to like follow this path. What do you think of all like the anime and stuff? I haven't even. I like. I think it's a cool idea for marketing reasons. I haven't seen it so. Do you think it creates a barrier to entry, though? Uh, like, story-wise? Yeah, because, like... The, the anime's canon with the game? Yeah, there's all this other stuff that you feel like you might be missing out on if you don't actually watch, and you don't get the full experience by playing the game itself. I don't know. I feel like Final Fantasy XV is already going to be a, a super long game. I mean, I think it's, what, 50, 60 hours is what they're talking? Yeah. At least. Which so, is... I mean, I, I feel like you can get the full experience in those 50 or 60 hours. And I don't, I don't think a five-episode anime is going to really add much to it. A 90-minute CGI deal. Yeah, with... Uh, Sean Bean and other people. Aaron. I wonder if Sean Bean die. He has to die. It's a rule. Oh, is, is that a rule? Sean Bean dies in everything. Yeah. I, listen, this is the guy that doesn't watch movies, so... Like, have you watched Lord of the Rings? No. You've never seen Lord of the Rings. I have never seen Lord of the Rings. What kind of shelter childhood have you lived? Uh, I've a good one. I didn't watch Star Wars till last year. Uh, neither did I. No, my I watched them in 2013, so I'm slightly ahead of you. Though I am old, I was older than you when I finally watched them, so that technically means I lose. Yeah, I mean, kind of, because I watched. We watched me and my friends. We watched all six in a weekend, like three weeks before Force Awakens came out. What order did you watch them? What's it called? Not, it wasn't one through six, and it wasn't a, a trilogy, original trilogy, then new. It was uh, whatever like, they do. It was four, five. Yeah, I think it's like four, five, one, two, three, six, isn't it? Yeah, that's a, the, yeah. The, but I can't remember what the order's called. Because the idea is that you don't get the reveal that Darth Vader is Luke's father until you watch him become Darth Vader. Yeah. So it kind of ties together in a way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I and think that's the it idea. really... The way you're supposed to watch it, you're supposed to take one out. They're like, one does not matter at all. Yeah. So really, you're supposed to watch it four, five, two, three, six. But we watched episode one just because I had never seen it. And you won't get to watch Liam Neeson or dual, dual lightsabers. Nah, yeah, but uh, episode one, not not that good. But it, it has Duel of the Fates. That's a good piece of music. I, like, I actually enjoyed the pod racing stuff. Anakin is terrible. I'll give you that. Anakin's terrible, <laughs> terrible until like the last... 15 minutes of episode three yeah even then he's still kind of terrible and even then without i mean he's just uh, pretty much a head with that that's melting and he's still he's still pretty spoilers for episode three that you film is Star Wars episode years three. old yeah the, yeah the movie came out in 05 get over it 11 years old uh <laughs> he is so what's that guy's name christian something uh hayden christensen hayden yeah hayden christensen so bad i wonder yeah. though because like that script is awful Oh yeah, the the whole plot—it's a poorly written movie, and I I even liked episode three a little bit. Like I enjoyed episode three like fourth most out of the movies. Like I enjoyed it more than one and two is what I'm saying. Like there's a good uh, there's a good reason George Lucas doesn't have his hands on Star Wars anymore. Oh yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely in good hands. I enjoy all the directors now because they they like grew up and they're kind of like, and I say this as somebody that saw Star Wars six months ago. For the first time. But it kind of feels like they're like the fans were. So like we will do Star Wars justice because I know what made me mad. Yeah. Watching Star Wars. 
So, like, we're not going to do that. And then, you know, in the end, you get Force Awakens, which is, I would say Force Awakens is on the best one watch. It's either my favorite. It's definitely tied for my favorite. I don't know if it completely surpasses Episode 5, but it's definitely right there with Episode 5. Best hour of film. I saw it three times in the cinema. Uh, my fr- I have a friend who's a, he's been a Star Wars guy since I've known him, and I've known him for 12 years. Uh, he watched Episode 7, I believe, nine times in theaters. He I'm gave like, them and- a lot of money. Yeah, like I mean, he was pretty much their whole domestic box office. <laughs> so, so at that point, I'm like, why? Why don't you just wait for the Blu-ray? Like, he's like, I just got it. Like, there was a stretch. He saw it. He saw it three times in the first week, but he saw it pretty much every weekend to like February, at least once. I'm like, <laughs> why? <laughs> sure, do you get bored of it though? Like, I, I, I admit, the third time I went to see it was one time too many. Yeah. Or is like, all right. there's nothing wrong with it but like i know exactly what's going to happen and when it's going to happen i I can't be surprised by it anymore yeah see like we like i saw it with him the first time because we went to a a midnight showing for it and we saw it in 3d so i'm like okay i guess if you wanted to watch it in like regular for whatever reason after watching it in like 3d imax or whatever 2d is better than 3d so well that's debatable but it's not it, it, it well 3d works for some movies like imax is better than 2d but uh, 3D does nothing. Oh, well, this was IMAX. I, I just said 3D. This was IMAX. Like, uh, IMAX is worth the money. Yeah. The, IMAX. Uh, like, I don't know. Movie tickets have gotten expensive. Let's let's talk about that. <laughs> How much do movie tickets cost over there? Depends on the time of day. Uh, just say, like, nighttime. Because, yeah, it depends on the time of day. Uh, I think they're 9 euro at the moment. How much is 9 euro? Because, like... I get a college student discount, and tickets still cost me ten dollars. Ooh, that would be about nine euro, give or take, in the, the okay. currency like conversions. Ten dollars, and that's with the student update, or uh, why did I say update? Student sale, whatever they call it. But yeah, yeah, nine euro. Oh, good lord. Well, okay, Six I guess not. Four or five p.m. though. Oh wow! See, ours is not cut down near that. Matinee cut down like another dollar, so I think I could probably get in for eight dollars for a matinee but it would really depend uk prices are ridiculous yeah the movies are expensive like i like if you go see a movie more than twice in a theater you have already paid more than you would buying like the the blu-ray yeah so unless you went to barnes noble that uh charges you an arms and a leg heavy shot to barnes noble because you know blu-rays uh do, do they have barnes and noble in uh is that a uk thing no, nope, only American. But I know what Barnes and Noble is. Okay, well, it's like a books a million. It's like a bookstore. Uh, their Blu-rays are like forty dollars. What? Yeah, they're stupid. Like literally, went in there the other day, and they had Force Awakens. I was like, oh, I may pick it up. Turn it over. Just the Blu-ray version, thirty-nine ninety-five. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> like I can I can get this cheaper literally any other store, including the store right across the street. So you can get it for about. What, 15 to 20? Yeah, like, I mean, depending if Amazon is doing one of their random sales, you can probably get it for $15. Oh, yeah. Definitely you, no more than 20 If you waited for November, you'd get it for probably under 10 Oh, yeah, if you waited for uh, Black Friday, you could get it for under 10 So why would you pay so much money for it? It beats me, again. I don't know. See, uh, I've recently acquired some Blu-rays that I've, uh, of, like, classic, quote-unquote, movies I've always wanted to see. I got four of them, four Blu-rays for $30 off Amazon. Good deal. Um, yeah, it was a real good deal. 
Man, we got off Final Fantasy again real quick. I don't even remember <laughs> how it happened this time. Iron Giant Battle is the end. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a it was a fun battle. Like I was like when you transform back into like your the game self from child to you know adult. I was like, oh, like you know, it's just kind of one of those moments. Like this is real. Like this is I'm playing Final Fantasy yeah. 15 something. Because you can actually die then. <laughs> yeah, you can. You actually have a health uh, bar rather than the rest of the game. Yeah, you're like yeah, you have no health bar, but the enemies don't hit you anyway, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, and then I did you fight the boss again, like before you ended? I did because I was confused about what that thing in the end was, and I jumped yeah. out, and then it came back. So I stepped back. on it, and he came back, and he was level fifteen. I'm like, oh, but then there was like a thing on the side where you could like replenish your health fire up. spell or whatever. So I'd go over there, replenish it, and then then spam fire. I, I thought that I didn't like the Iron Giant battle. I mean... I, I thought it was where, like, the, the controls revealed themselves as, like, super clunky. Yeah. You know what it kind of felt like to me? Go on. Kind of felt a little Dark Souls-y. And it did. I say it that, really did. I say that in the worst possible way. I say that as it felt very... Like, the boss could be very unpunishing and unfair at some points. Because like he yeah, had this this super wide hit ratio, so if you're within yeah. like a good five feet of him, he'll hit you no matter what. Yeah, and then he has a move that little that not only brings like if you're within a, it's a huge range, will bring you in closer to him, and it will do damage. So I'm yeah. like, it's like, well, like what do I do? Because like if so. you play if you go back and play Kingdom Hearts one and then play Kingdom Hearts two straight after you realize how far those controls came on over even like the space of one game. Yeah. And this, this feels more kingdom hearts one than kingdom hearts two. E. Yeah. I, yeah, I can do. And it's been years since I played kingdom hearts one, but yeah, I can definitely see that. Cause even as a kid playing kingdom hearts one, I played kingdom hearts one when I was like 11. I'm like, huh, these, these controls aren't the best. A tad <laughs> like, stiff. Yeah. Like, I feel like I should be moving a little, a little bit more, but yeah. Whereas, yeah, by the time two came along, it was like, yeah, that's the kind of snappy sore. Yeah, two came along. I was like, this is way too fast. I'm like, let's calm down. <laughs> You're too used to one. Yeah, I was too used. To, I played one and then took like a month or two break and then played two. Or, yeah, yeah, because I I played them both in 2007 for the first time. So, so final thoughts. Uh, well, for I mean, for if you have a free 30 minutes, I would definitely recommend playing it. And if you don't have a free 30 minutes, but have a free two hours, watch Star Wars Episode 7. <laughs> That's the moral of our podcast. Yeah, moral of, moral of the story, just just do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind Final Fantasy, go watch Star Wars. Yeah, go watch Star Wars, play some Animal Crossing. If you can find, if you, if you have a DS or a 3DS and can find Wild World for cheap, play it. And like, or you could go play Final Fantasy 12, which is basically Star Wars turned into a video game. Well, I, I never played Final Fantasy twelve. I which which one 11's an online game and then fourteen's online. Yeah, twelve twelve is the one with like Vaughn and Baltier. Yeah, I didn't I didn't play fourteen. I actually own every how many thirteen games? there's is there three Final Fantasy thirteens? Yep. Yeah, I have two of them. I have thirteen and thirteen two. I don't have lightning returns. I yeah. I finished thirteen and thirteen two and I played about five hours of lightning returns. I'll get back to it. Yeah. I see I don't even have a three I gave my three sixty to my brother in law, so I, I can't even play him at this point unless <laughs> I got my three sixty back. You can get him on Steam. Uh, I I'm on a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> they will not I, run I, on I a laptop. My, no. 
Yeah, my laptop is four and a half years old at this point, so... It would probably explode. It would probably explode, so... This, this laptop's done a lot of stuff for me, so I would hate to put it out like that. What's sad is that I have a new laptop that I got for gra- when I graduated high school. I've used about five times. But why, why haven't you used it? I just, I got this, uh, my aunt got me that uh, that laptop, and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. But, like, this laptop <laughs> is it's such a reliable laptop. Like, I've just, I've always used it. I love, your poor, lovely aunt is just like, oh, Tanner's graduated high school. I'm going to get him a lovely laptop. And yeah, like, it was, and she gave me the receipt for it. Like, it wasn't a cheap laptop, and I feel bad for not using it, but I don't know. Screw you, Tanner's aunt. <laughs> Whoa, let's calm down. <laughs> hey, that's basically what you're saying. Well, what if she listens to this, Garrett? Well, I'm sure she's a lovely lady. <laughs> she won't listen to this ever. <laughs> Maybe she will. Maybe she's like, oh, dear, Tanner is on a podcast, even though uh, you're on a podcast every week. But th- this yeah. is a, a clearly... Nearly every week. <laughs> a superior podcast. Whoa, that's that's a heavy shot, Garrett. And I don't feel inclined to disagree. You but... haven't had me on since since December, so clearly I'm... I'm... It has been a while. We need We need to bring you back. It's been so screwy. I mean, I we had a whole, we had April completely booked with guests, and we missed two shows in April because of guests. <laughs> and we were like, uh, oh, we have, we have no, uh, no way to get around it. But yeah. So Final Fantasy Fifteen Platinum demo. It's pretty good. Go play it. It takes longer to download than it does play it. Probably does, depending yeah, on the internet speed. Took me forty four minutes to download it and twenty nine minutes to finish. 29 minutes to finish. Yep. It looks pretty. It kind of sounds pretty. It plays okay. We'll see. And you can. I'd get... say the music's the best part. I've. I, yeah. There's a couple of songs in there that are like, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. Again, the uh, the when you're in the room in the dining room, it's a very Alice and Wonderlandy feel. That Especially, that music's a jam. It's like that. That feels lifted straight out of the Alice in Wonderland Wonderland world in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Like almost move for move. Yeah, like it, it, it's very even uh, when you're fighting the enemies, it kind of gets like a darker tone. But as soon as you finish it, transitions back into that lighter, more upbeat. It it feels so much like it, like it's kind of crazy. And even the the enemies look kind of like heartless. Yeah, they do, and they're called like nightmare. So yep. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so basically, this is Kingdom Hearts 2.5. That's what we're yeah. saying. Yeah, and again, uh, you know, I'll take Kingdom Hearts 2.5 anyways. I can any way I can get it on the PS4 since I don't have a PlayStation 3. And you'll never get Kingdom Hearts 4. Or 3. That, we'll never yeah, I was about to say, Kingdom Hearts 4 will never happen. I mean, in my lifetime. I mean, just look how long we're waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3. You'll get to pre-order it and you'll, like, leave it to your children in your will. Yeah, it's, I imagine that's what hap- that's like a Duke Nukem scenario at that point. Before we go, plugs? Uh, plugs, you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner1495. I tweet about everything, practically, including stuff no one cares about except me. Well, what's the and, point uh, of Twitter other than to tweet about things no one else cares about? That's true. And then you can listen to the podcast I'm on with Sam called We Don't Know Wrestling. It is on WrestlingWithWords.com. And uh, you can listen to that. It's a, I, I don't want to call it bi-weekly because it's a weekly podcast we do every two weeks. But <laughs> <laughs> So uh, listen to that. And uh, yeah, that's it for plugs. Thank you for joining me, Tanner. Oh, thank you for having me on. Uh, look forward to doing it again. To the podcast audience out there, thanks for listening and bye-bye.